0: What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Cali Bay, and I'm your host of your show, Red 80 Sports Talk. And tonight is February 1st. It is, what, a Tuesday? It's Tuesday, February 1st, 1044 p.m. Let's see what the weather is, man. I think it's pretty cool outside. It ain't cold yet, but it's supposed to be getting cold, man. And 707 is like yeah, full of physics. What my weather app at, man? God dog, it's 55 degrees. We we decent, we decent. But this weekend in Dallas, a lot of y'all going to Dallas this weekend. This weekend is unreal. It's unbelievable. It's going to be cold. Man, my boy Cyril sent me a picture screenshot of the weather. That's coming to Dallas. Say man. If y'all don't already know. You need to take a look at the weather. let see on Thursday. The high is going to be 27. The low at 9 a.m. Is going to be 20 degrees. That's Thursday. And it's going to rain. 70% chance of rain. Friday is going to be 30 degrees. High. 13 degrees. Low at 6 o'clock. Between 6 and 7 o'clock in the morning saturday is gonna be 37 degrees high and 16 degrees low say man look it's gonna be cold out there it's gonna be real cold and for those of you that are traveling into dallas if you don't know dallas dallas roads ice up like a sun gun i mean it it do some icing up so if you're headed into dallas be very careful For those of you that's traveling from Houston going into Dallas, we should know 45 is one of the most dangerous interstates in the nation. So be careful. Make sure that you're focused on what it is that you're doing. Don't get sleepy. Don't be flying if it's wet. Watch out for black ice. I mean, I can't stress that enough. Now, it's 7-on-7 season, and As we go through 7-on-7 season, we take a look at the social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Everybody bragging. Everybody getting ready. Everybody doing their thing. But here's the thing. As I look across social media, it's an amazing thing because you got kids that's posting stuff that they shouldn't be posting they're posting stuff that they should not be posting if I'm a parent and I see some of this stuff that's being posted if my son was posting this type of stuff no cap his Instagram would be gone I already made him erase Snapchat he had to get off of that Snapchat had too many different secret compartments and all kinds of stuff that didn't make no sense. I didn't understand uh, disappearing messages. Could the pictures disappear? <laughs> yeah, 24 hours. Well, certain messages, you could send it to a, to a certain person and it'll time out. So time out messages to where you can send it to a certain person and the message times out. Uh, just, man, all kinds of stuff. Uh, It was just too easy to be implicated into stuff that, you know, your kid might not have even been part and parcel to. But Instagram, you're looking at stuff that these kids are doing. They're posting posting up firearms and bullets and red rags, blue rags, throwing up gang signs, smoking. And I mean... And here you are, you the athlete. You are at a position to where you're trying to build your portfolio and your brand so that you can become an athlete at the next level. But you're marketing yourself as a gangster, a thug, a G, or whatever you want to call it. You know, you... That's what you're marketing. You have to understand that you yourself, your Instagram page, is a platform. That is your platform from in which you speak from, and you're marketing yourself. Yourself is a brand, and if you're marketing yourself, and yourself is a brand and you're throwing gang signs, then you're marketing that you are a gang member. What school do you know wants to give money to a gang member to come onto their campus and mix and mingle with their kids who either don't play sports or do? But they're academically inclined and they don't walk that type of a life, don't know anything about it. But what if I, what institution, educational institution do you think want to offer you any type of a, a scholarship, any kind of money in order to come to their institution to play football and learn? They're not going to want you. Instagram is your platform. Yourself is your brand. And you on your Instagram page with illicit drugs. What educational institution is going to want to give you any amount of money to come to their university knowing full well that you are the type of individual that uses illegal drugs which means that you're going to bring illegal drugs onto their campus either to smoke, sell, or both. All of these things in which give the university a bad reputation. Just as every university has a GPA, it also has a reputation that follows it. And these people Understand that the university is their platform and that logo is their brand. And those people are going to do any and everything in the world possible in order to protect their brand. So what are you doing in order to protect your brand? What are you doing as a student in order to protect your brand? What are you doing as a parent in order to help your student athlete protect their brand? That's a fair question. It's legit. See, if you look at your kid's social media account, as digital real estate. And that's exactly what it is. Is your child creating an atmosphere or real estate that is the projects, the slums, or are they creating an atmosphere or real estate that is uh, prime property? I challenge you to go take a look at your child's Instagram. Go look. Go look to see what it is that your children are posting. What does it look like to you? If you're a scout, a university president, a head coach, if you pulled up to your child's Instagram would you be willing to give your child any amount of money? This goes for girls, too. Okay? they getting up there, shaking you behind, all in the camera, and all this good stuff. You know, that right there spells a lot to the schools. Is she the type of young lady that's going to be doing all of this type of stuff and could we end up in a situation where some young man is in trouble behind her doing the things that she she's doing on social media got these little girls out there smoking all on social media too they play basketball they run track and they do all of these different things what type of page or digital real estate have they Have they built? See, we have to parent further than just the household. These kids walk around with a cell phone attached to their hands 24 hours of the day. And they function in a world where the cell phone is their world, which is why they're coming up with all this new stuff, the metaverse and NFTs and digital real estate, all this stuff, Is due to the fact of the matter that life is being lived in a cell phone. These kids rarely live out here in the real world. So since they spend most of their time, I ain't going to say most, since they spend all of their time living inside of a cell phone, now they have come up with something called the metaverse, which is going to close them inside of the cell phone. But right now, what's in the cell phone, parents? What's in it? I'm gonna step on your toes. When was the last time that you took your child's phone and took a look and scanned through it? Pictures, uh, 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 phone numbers with no names under them. Uh, uh, What else is there? Uh, Videos, text messages. When was the last time that you did that? And if you tell me that, well, that's my child's phone, I don't want to look through that, I don't need to see that, I'm going to tell you right now, you headed down the wrong street. you headed down the wrong street. If you feel is that your child, this is a child, is mature enough to have a cell phone and communicate with people through that cell phone in a mature manner, All the time, you crazy. Most bullying happens through cell phones. And they done made bullying a big crime. You can't tell a person what's on your mind without it being considered bullying. These kids say things through text messages That you would be like, how in the world could you even open your mouth or your fingers or your mind to say, I'm going to send this information electronically through a phone. And some of your kids claim, claim to be hood, gangster, geez. And they sending stupid information through the cell phone, incriminating information through the cell phone. They have no code. They have no code. And you don't even know it. You think that just because you had a code and you live by a code, that that your kids automatically adopt the same code. No, trust me. It don't happen like that. It don't happen like that. Because when we was coming up in my age... Hating was forbidden. You was looked at as weak and a sucker if you was hating on somebody. That, that was just, you, ain't, you didn't even want that. Hating is encouraged nowadays. You'll have a whole group of kids that can sit there and talk about another dude or another girl as a collective hating on the growth of another student. It's a new world, folks. So if that part of the world is new, then what else do you think is new? A lot of you parents are on Instagram. And if you follow your child, and you see your child posting bull corn like that, man, you something for the people. You something for the people. You should be embarrassed. You should not feel comfortable to walk outside and go to work because your child is posting this mess and you friends with your child. You already see what they're doing. But since we talk about sports here on sports on Red 80 Sports Talk, that's what we're going to sit at with this. Your child has a platform, Instagram. Some of them have Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, and they themselves, that last name that they wear is their brand, and they got a trashy brand. That brand is trashy, it's just the facts. Turn around, I'll give you this example. Twitter is probably the best app that there is. Is that what it is? An app? Okay, we'll call it an app. Twitter is probably the best app when it comes down to trying to be seen by the right people and getting your child into the eyes and connection with college recruiters and head coaches. It's probably one of the best apps because... All head coaches and recruiters from colleges have a Twitter, and they interact on Twitter. That's a fact. They interact big time. If you're on Twitter, and your son or your daughter is one heck of an athlete and a student, with great grades and great test scores and you're posting these things and you're letting it be known there's a chance that your child is going to be seen through retweets and these retweets and likes puts you in the right eyes of the people of the right people and you create a buzz and the next thing you know you may have a university head coach follow your son And follow you. Which means that they like something that they saw. You've seamlessly placed your hand in the hands of the coaches. Without any red tape. You basically setting up a relationship right there. It's a beautiful place. But. Instagram is a place where they would disqualify everything that they saw on Twitter. They're going to comb it. They're going to go to Instagram and they're going to find it. And when they do, it's going to disqualify you. A lot of your kids think that they're getting away with these spam accounts. Man, you're not getting away with these spam accounts. These people are giving away millions of dollars. Hundreds of thousands of dollars to an athlete who's going to come play for them. What makes you think that they're not going to equally spend that amount of money to find out who you are, how many accounts you have, and what's in them? That's the part that your children don't understand. And remember, we were talking about maturity. Your children aren't mature enough to think and give out the proper information through the phone. So guess what? They're definitely not processing that, hey, man, they'll never know. Man, then people can find out pretty much anything they want to find out about your child. You want to know why? Because when you get a phone call from a coach and you start talking to this coach you pretty much going to give them everything that they need they got access high school coach now they going to talk to the high school coach what kind of player is he he's a good player man but I don't know Now, as I said in another segment, man, I don't think that that's a good thing for any coach to do, to down-talk any kid that starts on your football team. I don't agree with that. If he's good enough to start on your football team, then he should be good enough to start on the head coach football team of a university. That's just the way that I feel about it. But nevertheless, that university coach is going to come to your high school and he or she is going to talk to your coach and ask, what kind of a person is this child? And the coach is going to say whatever they say. I even heard a coach tell me that, hey, when we go, when I go to the school, I don't ask the coach very many questions. You know who I talk to? I go ask the janitor because the janitor knows more than what you would ever think would know about any child in that stool. The janitors. Housekeeping. Those people that work in that capacity at the school can tell the recruiter. How much time he's spending in the hallway or how much time she's spending in the hallway. What are they doing in the hallway? The janitor is in the hallway when your kid going to the bathroom. Your kid go to the bathroom and he or she in there vaping. You don't think the janitor seen him or seen her going to the bathroom? Your child snuck out into a remote little hole With a child of the opposite sex. You don't think that the janitor saw? The janitor see more stuff going on in the school than the teachers and everybody else. Why? Because they work the halls. They see you, but guess what? They don't say nothing. They say very little, but they see all. And when you have a recruiter or a head coach come to the school... And he hip to the game. Yeah, I hear you, Coach, but let me, where's your, where, where's your housekeeping? Let me speak to your housekeepers. I want to know. And they bring your child's picture, ID, to them people. And them people say, yeah, I know him. Mm-hmm. They go down there to the lunch lady. Yeah, I know him. He being here, acting a fool, cussing, and being disrespectful. See, all of these things play into it. All of that plays into it. I know a couple kids who got disqualified based off of Instagram. Yeah. See, we all can build up a great hype about our kids. We can build that up easy. Highlight, man, come on. We do that. We own a media company. I could take five plays of a kid in one day and make it look like he, he the coldest sun gun in the world. And truth be told, he trash. Anybody can make a highlight reel. Write music behind it. Write flares and write color grading and speed ramping and all that good stuff. You can make him look like a superstar. And all it takes is the right people to see it in order to push that retweet or that share button and all that good stuff and make it go viral. That's it. All you got to do is be able to tap into the algorithm. And that's why some of these seven on seven teams are so good for your kid because they automatically break the algorithm of Instagram. They automatically tapped into the algorithm. Why? By the team name. The team name holds some weight. And whenever that team name is exposed or or, or put out, on Instagram, it automatically automatically grabs views, likes, stuff like that. you don't believe me? You, you could take a picture that has had several thousand views on Instagram, put it in your story. and you say for instance, you average 300 views in your story. put that picture in your story. And if the algorithm has not changed, I can almost be willing to bet that the story, the picture that you put into your story. That had thousands of views from somebody else's page is going to double in your story. So if you're used to getting 300 views just because you posted a popular picture in your story, you're probably going to get 600, maybe 900. Turn around and post one of your regular pictures. And watch what happened. You're going to go right back down to 300 or less. Every picture has information encoded and embedded in the picture. Every last one of them on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is so cold with these phones so where you could be talking about a certain situation and next thing you know, you get on Instagram talking about a certain movie and boom, they go to the movie talking about something to eat at a restaurant, boom, you look up, they go to the restaurant. So with all of this being said, that I'm saying, cause I got about five minutes. The most important thing that you have to realize is again, is that your child has a platform. What are they doing with the platform? Your child has digital real estate. What are they doing with that digital real estate? Do they have prime property or do they have the slums? Your child has a platform. What are they seeing from that platform? Your child is a brand. What type of a brand... Have they been marketing? And because you are the. Producer. Of that child. That child is a part of you. And your spouse. That child is the product. What is it. That you have produced. What does your brand look like? What is your legacy looking like? What is social media saying about your child? That's important, folks. The time is 11:11. I like those numbers, 11:11. The date is February 1st. 2022. Ask yourself, challenge yourself. Go grab your kids' phone. Go take a look through it. Ask them to show you that Instagram. Look to see how many accounts your kids have. Not just the one you know about. Look to see how many accounts your kids have. Don't have more than one watch. Check that Snapchat. Guarantee, if you pay attention to Snapchat, you look at Snapchat and you see what's going on through there. You, 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 you wouldn't even want them to have it. Snapchat is a court day waiting to happen. I'm your host, Cali Bay. This is your show, Red Eighty Sports Talk, 11-12 at night. I'ma holler at y'all. Peace. Be blessed.